Hello, and welcome to the We Lull podcast. My name is Natasha Bayer. I will be your host. And today we'll be joined by registered dietitian and one of my best friends, Tara Moran. Her belief is in balanced nutrition and ditching restrictive dieting. episode, Tara and I will be sharing our transformational wellness journeys starting from when we met in college to today. Tara will also be sharing her experience being pregnant, post-pregnancy, and the different methods that helped her throughout her pregnancy, pre, during, and post. So without further ado, Tara Moran. Yeah, right? That, that's probably a good thing to get well. So when I met Natasha, when we just happened to become roommates, because our other mutual friend was like, we need one more roommate because our other roommate backed out really quickly. And then, so yeah, then we started going to yoga together. That's kind of when we started loving yoga, when we didn't even know like, yeah. really anything about it. Didn't know the benefits the at all. Lady, remember the ladies' classes? <laughs> the so monkey hard. one? <laughs> Hardcore. Lady was probably, possibly like from somewhere like... I don't know, the Middle East or maybe even like India. Yeah. Over there. And she was full on into like her breathing practices. Very hardcore. Super cool though. We would sometimes leave early to go get happy hour. Yeah. It was before it was our And it was so intense. I cannot believe you just brought this up because (laughs) now, oh, we got a downward facing dog from Ginger for anyone who's watching the video. (laughs) I also teach Doga for those who don't know. But, anyways, back to the yoga instructor what was the monkey remember she'd go monkey was it (laughs) (laughs) this is 10 plus years ago so oh my god I haven't looked that that up we need to google to see what monkey is in yoga now it was a breathing I feel like it but I honestly I I cannot remember because it was that long ago well that's when we first started getting interested in wellness yes so I was into sociology huna masana or monkey pose is a selected oh my gosh you guys it's when you're doing basically a half split or a full split other people call this monkey pose that's so funny i can't believe we never looked that up that's crazy it's it's a split it's a split it's a hip flexor groin muscles hamstrings that's where you're stretching cool learn something new every day (laughs) So that's when we started getting into yoga. I was studying to become a speech pathologist, but was in sociology because FAU did not have a speech pathology degree. So that's why that happened. Fast forward, graduated, started interning, did not love it. It was kind of a high school dream. And then my significant other was like, you've always loved nutrition. So why don't you just take a class and see how that goes? So I went to Palm Beach State because we still lived in Boca. Yeah. And I already graduated at FAU took the class and my professor my first one was actually she went to Berkeley and she was from California no way I loved her so it's like okay I think this is for me so then got another bachelor's degree and then master's degree in nutrition (laughs) (laughs) um so 
Yes. The difference between a registered dietitian and a nutritionist is that a nutritionist doesn't necessarily, I mean, I guess you can do certifications and whatnot, but I'm like, I don't know if I should really hint this or you. Either way. <laughs> I can look at you in here. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you can get certifications and whatever, but it's not the same as a registered dietitian where you have to get your bachelor's degree, go through 1200 hours of supervised practice in a hospital setting, food service setting, um geriatric population pretty much and then a community setting so all four of those settings you need 1200 hours and then you have to pass the like national exam and then become credentialed and then now by 2024 you have to have your master's degree as a dietitian so like if i still didn't have my master's i'd be i think grandfathered in but if you become a dietitian during the year of 2024 you like have to get a master's yeah i love that so expertise is basically what she's kind of like getting out to in a sense right like you have to know so much about the body and like what else for the most recent this is tara's little one (laughs) yes we'll get into the transition period of like having a baby and i feel like i still have so many questions for tara about like transitioning from getting into wellness at our age and like working with different clients at different ages, working in hospitals, working one-on-one with clients. And now like learning about your own body and the different changes that you went through. Like I just kind of, Tara worked out her entire pregnancy. Yes. It was insane. Like I will say that's what kept me like, I feel like good, like through labor even. Yeah. And even after, because I feel like I healed pretty quickly. So yeah. She was doing yoga and like, I don't know if whoever doesn't follow Tara on Instagram, she would post these time lapses and you'd see her body changing, like, and she's still doing the same workouts and modifying. It was so cool. I hope you create like a different like montage of like, boom, 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 watch your body. Like, so cool. But tell us about like the different changes in your body, the different stuff that you were learning about, like while you were pregnant, before you were pregnant, and then like post post pregnancy. Okay, so nutrition. I even knew that I was gonna be pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> like back then, so I feel like I have always kind of been into wellness, just because my family, like my grandma, was a director of nutrition back in the day. She had her own cooking channel on TV. It was called Naomi's Kitchen. And um, so she would just supply cooking tips and whatnot. And then um, she was like a home ec teacher, special ed, all of that. So it's cool. Our family was just always about nutrition and wellness. Not like we were like insane about it, but it was just always something that was in our family. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of what led me to want to learn more about it. And then, um, yeah. So then when I started getting into it, I definitely was one of those people that was like, either like you're eating clean and then you're like cheating on the weekend like college days you would that's what you thought you're supposed to do like, uh-huh. eat clean throughout the week and then binge on the weekends and whatnot so yeah that's, and all things food and alcohol yeah, yeah exactly so like and it just doesn't work like that it's crazy like it just yeah we can talk more about that later but so yeah I definitely thought I was healthy but I don't think I was really that healthy and nutritious by doing that I would binge restrict do the whole cycle and that's kind of what I help people with now um so transitioning learning how to actually fuel my body after getting my master's getting my 
other bachelors in nutrition, like learning more actually about the body, it definitely helps figure out that we're all individual and we all have different needs and just making sure you're having a balance of all foods. And even on those days that you do want like a big juicy hamburger and French fries, yeah. it's totally fine. Just have it kind of move on and realize how your body feels at the time. You're obviously going to feel a little bit different if you have that meal versus some salmon, veggies, and rice. So that was that back then. And then, so fast forward into becoming pregnant. The first several weeks of pregnancy was rough. I eat vegetables like 20 times a day. <laughs> no, but at every meal. Yeah. And when I became pregnant, like weeks six through 11, I could not even open the fridge without getting sick or like. I remember that. About a vegetable, I'd be like, oh, veggies? No. And I'm like, who am I? Because I love vegetables and I, yeah. So. Why do you think that is though? Do you think that it's like certain people, like there's no predicting what you're going to feel I don't know, like, have a bad relationship with? Like, do you think because you ate veggies a lot before, your body was like, no, or what? I think it's, like, a food, it's called food aversions in pregnancy, and it's, like, when your body, I think because it's, like, moving around so many things in there, it makes you nauseous. react to yeah. yeah, and, like, nauseous to certain foods. I don't know. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, because I couldn't even, like, touch or look at, like, raw meat to cook. I remember that. Yeah, so I would literally, I don't even know what I was eating. Probably, like, I don't know. I really don't know. I think I was eating like turkey burgers and like random stuff though. Just stuff I wouldn't normally just eat on the daily. Oh, and like pasta. Just like plain pasta though. Like not even like nice <laughs> pasta. It's just like <laughs> pasta with butter, pasta with olive oil. Like so weird. So the craving things a little bit exists. It wasn't like a craving that was more just like well, you could tolerate. Hungry, but like nothing sounds good. Uh... Yeah. But after that, once 12 weeks hit, I think I was getting back to normal and then I was fine I could eat everything again yeah so when you were I guess when you figured it out because I remember we were in Key West Mm -hmm. when you didn't know that you were pregnant and then yeah and then afterwards like when did you find out like when did you start I guess looking into like nutrition for women who are pregnant or do you already know a little bit because of school yeah and then I'm a part of the dietitian success center which is like this group of dietitians who there's all these resources all over so I started like immediately looking into the pregnancy handouts and like modules and stuff okay so I kind of knew yes um but yeah so she's picking up Piercy Poo right now so sweet (laughs) monkey pose (laughs) monkey toy it's all full circle Oh my gosh. Hey, buddy, you're on the podcast. Look good. <laughs> Smile, buddy. Your first feature. So sweet. So then, yeah, I like you have, you should be eating a lot more folate when you're pregnant. So, like green vegetables, some beans, avocado, like things like that. You should be eating a lot more because it helps with the neural tube and making sure nothing goes wrong with that yeah so, neuro two meaning like what's neuro, connected yeah. to the baby yeah okay okay um so that is why it's important to have a lot of folate so I knew that making sure I had a lot of healthy fats and just making sure I had a balance of protein and everything <laughs> <laughs> so that was during I made sure all of that and then after it was a little bit hard because as soon as I had him then I was so hungry all the time I mean it's only been seven weeks now it's leveling out a little bit, but just making sure I had enough food to support 
feeding him and stuff because I had to feed me, but I'm also feeding him. So I need to have like a lot of food. So just making sure I have like a lot of protein or still continuing a lot of protein in my meals and healthy fats like avocado and oil and cheese and nuts and everything. So with that, how do you think that, like you said, that you've been working out, we started working out in college and like you've been an active person for the longest time, but do you remember any notable time since you started incorporating? Cause like, I know I've asked you, Tara incorporates a lot. I mean, I best all nutrition should do this instead of getting vitamins and stuff from the pill form itself. Like you've taught me how to incorporate that with food. And I feel like you do that with a lot of your clients. Yeah. So since doing that, how would you say that your overall mindset and like the way that you operate? Because when you work out, just overall as a whole, and you're fueling your body with the right things, you're more likely to be in a better mood. Your overall well-being is just straight up better from what I've studied in psychology. So how would you say that since getting so much knowledge and practicing and like, I mean, even client experiences, what would you say is a notable time when you were like, oh my God, I feel so much better. Like I'm just so much happier in general because you always worked out. Yeah. Yeah. So I always worked out. And like in the beginning though, I would say my relationship with working out was not how it is today. Like back then it would be like oh I just ate so much like that type of thing it would be like more in the binge restrict cycle (laughs) um so it would be like oh I just ate so much food I need to work out or oh I'm about to eat I need to work out or that type of thing now it's like I eat when I'm hungry and I know what I want to eat and I know that it's gonna make me feel good and then like I also want to exercise for my own mental health like not because I'm about to burn all these calories like I don't look at the calories now whereas I used to yeah yeah and I think like I guess from what I'm trying to say too is like you know how you were like okay eat a burger with french fries if you want to you're gonna feel different if you eat the salmon and veggies but eat it if you're craving it yeah would you say that because do you more actively choose to eat healthier meals now because you know what's in it though like, even when you create your videos and like you're using almond butter you're using all these different things that I would want or crave regularly but there's a reason behind eating them as well like yeah. you're mindful eating yes exactly mindful eating like I know these are going to benefit me like yes salmon has lots of protein has like omega-3s in it yes it's gonna make me feel good so I'm gonna make it taste really good too by adding this sauce or like not shying away from something that's going to make it extra good, like a little bit of butter. Yes. Garlic butter. Yes. But yeah, definitely eating for the nutrients, but also because it tastes good. I mean, the burger is still going to have some nutrients in it. It's just, I think it's easier to notice the difference of eating those two meals. Like if you're eating something delectable and greasy, you're going to know with your stomach. It's probably going to hurt a little bit. Versus that meal if you have salmon and rice and veggies yes I've been having I haven't eaten fast food in forever I just feel like there's really no need to for the most part yeah but I've been craving McDonald's french fries lately and I asked Miles to stop the other day I was like my partner Miles I was like I want to get french fries and I was not feeling well because I had a decent amount of wine before we went to Temecula and toured around there it's close to both of us we were just talking about that um and he was like no like I'm gonna hold you account like are you gonna feel good after you eat it and he's 100 right I would have totally felt worse if I would have eaten that but like yes given to your cravings but also like I could get french fries at home or like home make them like what's your thoughts on that so I mean 
I would say if you really, really wanted them, like, let's say you did not get them, or I don't know if you did or not. I didn't. You're craving <laughs> them. Like, you really want these fries. You have that taste in your mouth. You already know. And then you don't get them. You're probably more likely going to be, like, thinking about them and maybe even binge or, like, overeat them the next time you have them because you're, like, I wanted them so bad. Now I have them. And I'm, mm. like, mess. Like, I'm going to eat them. I got it. Or if you go home and you make them, they're, you're like, oh, these are even better. Then that's great. So you're still you're satisfying gonna, the need. You're probably not going to feel as like, I'm, like, as long as you get your fries, I think that's great. But I also think it's important not to be like, I'm going to eat something healthier to replace my craving because that also is probably going to make you a little bingier later on. I saw something. I don't know if it was like the Trader Joe's list or a nutrition no, because that's not, she's not a registered dietitian. I feel like I, I'm like mindful of making sure on social media now that it's a registered dietitian mm-hmm. and not like, not to say that the people are sharing their food recommendations, like awesome, but it is important when you're taking like nutrition tips to make sure that it's someone who's studying and knows what they're talking about. But I think it was a nutrition page that said, eat the pasta, like eat the regular pasta. You don't always have to substitute it for the I think the one yes that's what I've been doing like chickpeas or like the red lentil yeah Yeah. I mean it's good to have those like especially if you like the taste like if you like the taste and you're eating those then great but if you're like actively replacing it because I mean most of the time if you want to do it sure but let's say you really want pasta just want to like have that flavor or whatever then I I would go with it love it I meant to ask you about that when I saw it. I, I forgot to send you the link when I saw it on Instagram, but I was curious because sometimes I really do feel fulfilled. I feel like when I'm eating the chickpea ones, I mean, it's more protein for sure. Okay. Yeah. But then I don't remember when it was probably around the same time that I was craving my French fries. I wanted the pasta too, and I had it and it was good, but I did feel so much heavier afterwards. I was like, Whoa, I'm kind of yeah. tired Yeah. from not having it maybe probably for a little while. So sweet. So tell us some points, like helpful hints to people who are pregnant, like the things that helped you like give into the cravings mm-hmm. in moderation, right? So you're not binging. Yeah. Same with pregnancy, but what else? Yeah, like for sure. And then also like those rough, re- the rough weeks that I was talking about, I would say just know it's a temporary thing and not to worry. Like if you are super adamant about your nutrition and the way you eat and whatnot, like it's a, such a short period that you're going to be eating possibly what you used to eat as a child. Like, that's what I felt like. I was eating like a child. Like, <laughs> simple things. My tendies and fries. Yeah. <laughs> like, simple things. But it just, it sounded so much better than, like, chicken pesto or something like that. Got it. So, um, yeah, it's a short time. And just make sure you're fueling yourself with something. Like, high-protein stuff. So, you can tolerate, like, Greek yogurt, like, Greek yogurt bowl or even chicken tenders because you're still getting protein from the chicken don't worry and it's okay to probably not eat vegetables for a few days in a row because I definitely cannot tolerate that yeah. I try my best but it would be like some cucumbers and tomatoes things that I didn't have to like cook because yeah so then mentally how would you say that you were feeling like if you had to like psychologically speaking were you thinking because you were transit like there was a change in your diet during that time do you feel like you were your energy was lower or like I don't know how would you explain like emotionally like how were you feeling yeah so I would definitely say I was tired just in general from like my body I guess just trying to make everything happen in there for sure um but yeah 
mentally, I, I think I couldn't be pregnant five years ago compared to where I am now, or else I'd be like, oh my God, I'm eating this way. But now it was like, I'm feeling, I need to eat because I'm creating mother human. Like I can't just not eat or I can't just, because I'm not eating vegetables and chicken and salmon right now, I, I still had to eat. So I think that's important for people to know um, that you're literally feeding another human. Yeah. So don't like, <laughs> not eat. Yeah. So that's huge. There's something that came up in my head that I was going to pop into too. There's another truck. Um, did you ever not want to work out? Um, so I think I got a little cold, might've been at the end of that 11 week mark. And I was like, all right, um, I can't, like, I just, I physically cannot work out because, and yeah, some mornings I'd wake up and I was just so tired, which usually if I wasn't pregnant, I'd be like, no, you just do it. Like, you'll feel so much better, but I think I needed rest. So. And you honored the days that you didn't want to. Yes. Good. But like I said, five years ago, I probably just would not be able to do this because I was just in such a different mindset and treated exercise and eating so much differently. It's interesting because, I mean, I've obviously never been pregnant, but there are certain times. And I think it's interesting to look at it with like the different periods of life that you've been through. And even just me mentally, emotionally, when I just don't feel like doing it. And like, yes, there are days where it's like, push yourself you know, hold yourself accountable, be there. Oh my God, look at his little face. (laughs) Do you see yourself, buddy? (laughs) But to honor the times that you don't want to, and then also like know know yourself well enough to push yourself when you feel like it's going to be beneficial and then to give yourself rest when it's not going to. And I feel like because when you have another person inside of you, you're probably so much more mindful of not only honoring your own self but the little guy that's inside of you a yeah, girl exactly yeah it's just like there's another person inside me so probably should be eating enough sleeping enough exercising as much as you feel like you should ready yeah and I also I didn't push myself too much during, like I exercised but I wouldn't go hard hard for which I think Strength training is totally fine. I do it here and there, but I really loved the pregnancy bar stuff just because yes. more my speed. And I still would like sweat and feel like I was exercising enough. So if you are listening to this and you have not watched Tara's videos on Instagram, I just feel like you gotta watch your stories and stay mindful because they're motivating when you don't feel like doing it. I feel yeah. like I love watching your videos because I'm like, all right, get it in. She looks like she's happy over there. <laughs> It is nice. And now, like, balancing uh, exercise with him, it's yeah. kind of tough. It's like, I used to wake up at 5.30 every morning, I'd walk the dogs, and I'd come in here and exercise. Now it's like, I have to make sure he's fed and then is down for a nap and, like, really sleeping, uh-huh. like, up and, like, la da so I can really focus and make sure I can use the 30 minutes for myself. I love it. I feel like the majority of Tara's pregnancy toward right before you were going to give birth I was like how are you feeling how are you feeling what other questions do you ask your best friend when they're going through about to go through one of the most like significant moments of their life and the most the most I heard from you like the most repetitive thing was like I'm being present I'm just being present and like you know taking things as they taking the days as they come and I think that's the best advice that I would tell someone else to feel while they're being pregnant because there's so many unknowns like yeah yeah like you just really don't know like that day that you were here 
I forget what when it was really close. Like I was due. Yes, was you went in two days later or okay. something. Yeah, because it was a Thursday, and you said you were gonna go in on Saturday. I think yeah. right or Friday. Or we went Friday. Yeah. Aww. So like that was the hardest part. Is like there's a due date, but it's really like how accurate is a due date, especially for your first. I think it just it's not that accurate. Like you're gonna be late probably no matter what. <laughs> so it was like, well, I'm not gonna rush it because I still want to have time for myself, but I also want to meet him. It was just a lot of a lot of juggling thoughts yeah yeah I felt like that's all you could do is it was a waiting game for Andrew and I that we're just sitting here like is he gonna come like what's happening so so crazy I just think Tara and another friend of mine are the first to have a baby in our friend group and it's gonna be hard but also it's amazing to look up to you and how you were pregnant because you were the chillest pregnant woman and mom now that I've ever encountered. Like you were so, you were just being so present and like, kind of like, I feel like you were excited to learn about the process. Like you were like getting to know your body, getting to know Pierce and like his wants and needs while he was still inside of you. And mm-hmm. then even now, like it's wild. And I love that you were still living your life, like working out and eating and all the different things that you were doing it's intimidating because I hope that mine is that way. And I like post post pregnancy, have you felt any sort of like ups and downs in your emotion? Like obviously day to day, we all feel up and down, but like any significant change for sure. So I think like now I'm kind of normalizing, but at first when I didn't really know what he needed and it would be like, he was crying, not a lot, but probably as much as a baby should cry. (laughs) And I'd be like, I don't know. Does he want to eat? Does he want to sleep? Like, I don't know. And it was just, Oh, and then we also were getting like three hours of sleep at a time. So we were both just like, oh my God, but still wanted to be present and make sure I wasn't rushing. So I'm like, I want to soak up all the moments, even when he's that little, even when he doesn't even know who we are. What yeah. We're doing. But yeah, it was definitely probably like three, four weeks, especially when I saw you that one day, it was just like so hectic. And yeah, so that was really stressful. And I'm like, is this ever going to get better? And it did. It's gotten better every day. And now being able to tune in and see what he really wants and needs, it's so much easier. Just listening to his cues. And I will say that for like anyone who's listening and even you guys, um, not to compare your journeys to other people's, especially yeah. on Instagram, even the sleep people and like the nurses and all the who have the pages who want to help you. It's great because it does help you. But I would say just really get to know your baby before you try to like make them go to sleep because it's been an hour and a half or make them eat because it's been three hours like just listening to what they really need and if it's a little bit longer a little bit shorter it's okay I think I think that applies to everything it applies like I mean similar to what you're saying with like cravings and eating and like when I'm teaching or giving instruction it's always like you know your body best like Mm -hmm. you know your baby best out of I mean even when you're still getting to know them like you have to like take the time to like learn and grow with them from what I've seen from you, I just, it's, I feel lucky that I get to watch you through this process and which is why I'm so excited. I hope that, I mean, we can do more and more of these for people to listen and maybe ask questions. We can hop on more Insta lives and do things like that again, because I, people loved that when we were like cooking and just talking and hanging out. Those are my, and they're so fun to do. Like we're doing it anyways. Yeah. Also side note, Tara's also always loved cooking when you were studying sociology Mm -hmm. 
I would look to when we lived together, Tara would be cooking for her and her boyfriend at the time, now fiance. <laughs> um and I would be like, oh my God, I gotta go downstairs. I smell, <laughs> I smell something brewing. So good. So good. So I love that you've like followed your passions and like your your stories coming all together. The baby here. Yeah. I'm excited for when I'm like. I always say I'm excited now. Like, I'm not like, I can't wait. Cause I'm like the other day, I'm like, I can't wait till you think I'm funny, but um, <laughs> like, I'm excited. For when You're talking about Pierce. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was like bouncing him all around and like, he was kind of smiling at me. He's starting to smile now. He's in the seven weeks. And, um, so I'm like, I'm excited for when I can start making little things like food stuff and making them into like cool shapes and like a bunch of stuff like that. Like when I used to babysit, I would make really random stuff, but I'm just excited for that. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I'm glad that I've like nannied and babysat too, but you did that for those two little kids here. I did it for so long though, like before or during high school, some college, I think. And then when I moved here, yeah, that's all I did was nanny at first when I was in the internship because there's nothing, I couldn't like fit anything else in my skin. Yeah. Do you think that helped and like prepped you? Sure. Like changing diapers and like, I don't know, just a crying baby I feel like yeah that's so intimidating I feel like for when a newborn's there and you haven't had any hands-on experience you're like what do I do what do they want yeah I mean Andrew had to learn how to change a diaper but it was immediately (laughs) so he did it It I can't wait to talk to him about that one I love that now he gets up in the middle of the night we'll change him if he needs to I'm like thank you I love it and I'm excited for you to get into like mommy and me yoga yeah and I want to learn more about it it's been interesting for me I studied a little bit of breath work and Tara let me practice with her you were pregnant then right or you weren't yeah it was early but it was still good yes like early on in my pregnancy totally there's so many new exciting things that I can't wait for you to share If you are listening and you want to learn more about nutrition or work with Tara, I personally just did my hair test with Tara. What would you call that? What's the hair mineral testing? Hair mineral testing. So I can't wait to give feedback on that. And we can probably jump on another one of these to go through my results. I'm totally comfortable sharing. I've been on a journey with my food relationship with food and just overall nutrition I don't know, working out a bit, you obviously need more nutrients and stuff. So I'm excited to hear from Tara and give more feedback on that. But she does all sorts of different like gut testings. And do you want to talk about a little bit about what what people can seek advice from you or work with you on? Of course. So hormone testing is I conduct that from Dutch. It's dried urine testing. Wait, yeah. Comprehensive for hormones. Um, so it's really cool. It looks into like your adrenals, your stress levels, your metabolic health, all of that. It's really cool, really deep okay. inner work, especially if you've like maybe been on birth control or you've been on or been through like hormonal journeys, things like that. Even if you've had a baby or like wanting to have a baby. So it, it's really cool the way it looks into that. Also the gut health test from GI map. It's really cool too. It looks into like anything that's going on like uh parasitic stuff fung uh fungi yeast um h pylori so just different bacteria and viruses in the gut and then um the hgma test the hair mineral testing it's super cool because it literally measures every single 
uh, vitamin and mineral in your body. Yeah. So, like, that's what Natasha did. And you have to cut hair from, like, really deep in there. But she had her hairstylist do it, which is great. Highly <laughs> recommend. They do it from all the places that are on. Tara gives you very descriptive uh, instructions on how to do it. But yeah. it's nice and someone else does it for you. Yeah. So, <laughs> at least that's the person chef there. Yeah. So, yeah, they're all just really cool tests to look more inward and not just kind of guess and be like, oh, my gut hurts. I'm just going to go take this probiotic. So instead, it looks into what's going on in there and then have like a tailored protocol to help heal your gut. And then we'll put you on a good uh, probiotic. Yeah. And I will say I've done the food sensitivity tests. And what I learned from Tara is oftentimes you're sensitive to these foods because your gut isn't healthy. So if you can fix your gut and the different, like, what do you call like, like, um, like pretty much the whole lining of the GI tract. Yes. It can be off from different things, different viruses, different bacteria, like so many different strains of yeah in your body. So once you fix the bacteria and everything in there, then you might not be so sensitive to these certain foods and another awesome thing before we end this is gluten tara was talking about how a lot of people have gluten intolerances and that could be associated with the poor poor gut health yeah so if you feel a little bit like you are intolerant to it it doesn't always mean celiac disease or like you're allergic and you can fix not always but you can sometimes fix it when you heal the other parts of your gut that are a little bit compromised and then you maybe leave gluten out for a little bit and then add it back in eventually and gradually you might be able to tolerate that more down the road I love it yeah well awesome Tara is on Instagram at nutrition time with Tara um I'll share it in the description of this if you're watching this video you can see lovely yeah. pierce i'll share he's some like yawning. He's like, all right you ladies are boring <laughs> no he's loving us so <laughs> sweet <laughs> but we'll hop on another one of these soon if you have any questions you i'll share tara's contact info i think the best place probably to reach out to you is instagram yeah. right now right oh, yeah awesome. very active on there her stories are so much fun <laughs> and you can watch piercy poo grow up yes i love it well thank you so much tara thank you for having us right piercy right piercy yeah. we're gonna go for a little walk with the puppies <gasps> it's like perfectly overcast over here when i go home it's the nails <laughs>